Mike Galloway is a construction manager and consultant, commercial and residential builder, and a certified inspector for all commercial and residential buildings. And now, here is About the House with Troy Galloway. Hello, folks. Welcome back to About the House. I'm really tickled to have you all join us today. We have a great show going here. About the House, as we said lots of times, we're doing this. We are an audio, now visual, university of everything you could ever possibly ever want to know about your home. And because we have this on podcast and YouTube, you can watch us over and over again. We're doing something a little bit different on this one here this time. We're kind of trying to, we're doing some visual. uh, And with that being said, we hope that our faces aren't really truly made for radio. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we've been told. So, and about the house is I'm the owner of the building of Galloway building services. And I guess I just stuttered there. I'm the owner of Galloway building services. Just like this radio show here, we are very unique in everything that we do too. We actually help people with not just commercial building inspections and residential building inspections. We also help folks in uh, litigation. We're registered as expert witness for the state of Missouri for any kind of conflict resolution. Say you got a contractor, did a bad job. Sadly, we see a lot of that out there. And you need somebody that's a non-biased opinion. They, 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 we get hired to come in all the time for that. Also, too, we get hired if you got a divorce and you, know, you don't want to have to pay more than what the building's worth. We take help you with that. Litigation, like I said, we, have, we, we are one of the only companies in the Midwest that do, do what we do. But today... We're kind of mixing a little bit of residential and commercial, and we have a fabulous fella, Chris Shad. You also have seen him with us on other radio show that we've done a, few, oh, a couple of years ago. I think he was on, wasn't yeah, you, Chris? A years and uh, so, but this one here is on something that I get to ask a lot about, Chris, and that's why I wanted to act, have you come with us today. And this is this hydro jetting. And hydro jetting is something that, you know, there's not a lot of the companies out there doing that. And I, and we getting a lot of misinformation. So please, oh, first introduce yourself, my friend. (laughs) Oh, and Chris is an old Marine. So hey, if you hear any kind of old raw jokes, hey, it's on purpose. (laughs) So thank you. So yeah, my name is Chris Shad and I own Seweroscopy. Um, our area of expertise is we do inspections on sewer laterals as well as uh, clean them and do drain cleaning as well. So that's, you know, we don't do repairs. We don't do replacements. Uh, we leave that to more qualified folks. But we're very good at the inspection and the cleaning components of it. So, Well, I know you guys have been doing our inspections for a long, long time now. So, and. Everybody loves you. We well, love you. And, and, and it's a family-owned business, folks. That's what I really like. So if you get Chris, or you're gonna you're gonna talk to his son, uh, you know. You, so you, when you talk to these folks, it's all family, and it, that's you get the personal touch that way. So ah, so let's jump right into this hydro jetting. <laughs> okay. In the sore lateral slash drain cleaning world, there's a couple ways to do it, and the traditional method was cabling. Cabling, that's where they take the grinder and right. the teeth right. or whatever, right. so, and blades. And there's still a variety of machines, and, the, and those machines work relatively well. Um, what they do is you'll put some kind of cutting head onto the end of a cable. It will spin and advance its way through the pipe until it gets to whatever the obstruction is, and then it'll attempt to cut that out of there. That's basically how it performs. Um, the limitations with that are twofold, really. 
Um, number one, it's, it's controlled by gravity. So if you're in a six inch pipe, that cutting head is sitting on the bottom, Troy. Right. 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 So you're really not able, you know, you'll get uh, what we, we have here in St. Louis and Southern Illinois too, a lot of clay tile construction, mm -hmm. right? And those clay tile pipes, the way those seams are assembled are not very mechanically tight. So our trees get in there, their roots get in there frequently. So when you go to cable them, and we still perform that service as well, that will sit on the bottom. So if you've got something, you know, kind of curtaining from the top, mm -hmm. you're not going to have much of a chance. Like to get roots, roots, maybe, or roots, or stuff hanging off roots? Hangs, you know, we get stuff. Uh, please don't use flushable wipes. I'll throw that out there right now. <laughs> Our uh, hair extensions. Uh, we see a variety of things. I could go through the list and show oh, you the pictures. Oh. But with the cabling. Mostly girl stuff. Well, you know, I've seen batteries and golf balls too, so. And light balls. Golf balls. Oh, my. Okay. Okay. Now that. Finally, somebody hoeing one, huh? Yep. Well, you know, them floor drains often get uncovered. Yeah. Not a good idea. You know, and I will mention to children, you know, that hole in the ground in the front yard or that hole in the basement, it's a magical hole. Yeah. I can put fun stuff in there and it goes away. And, you know, they think it goes to another dimension or something through a wormhole. Well, in fact, it just went into your sewer lateral and now you may have to deal with it down the road. And, 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 and honestly, what does a cutter do to even do anything? You know, with it, that? Does, it you know, it'll hit it. It can hit it. The, the limitations with the cutting is, again, it sits on the bottom. So you're not able to get to the top of the pipe quite often. The other limitation is your entry point. So a lot of our entry points are going to be the main stack, mm -hmm. right? Right. And oftentimes those entry points are four inches and some of the smaller ones are three inches, right? So if I'm only able to get into that, that's my entry point. In a three-inch main stack, Troy, I can only put in a two-inch cutting head. And oftentimes I've got to work my way through the cast iron to get outside to the clay or PVC. And that pipe is usually bigger. So now I've got this little bitty two-inch cutting head trying to go through concentrated roots in a six inch pipe, right? I can open it up, I can cut you a golf ball size hole, but you're gonna call me back in two or three months because those roots are gonna get concentrated again, you're gonna continue to have problems, right? So cabling works, we still use it, but hydrojetting is a technology advance. And really, to give you an idea of what it is, You've power washed your house before, or seen homes power washed, right? Well, at least my wife has. Right. <laughs> God wanted I like her. On that. I like her more already. <laughs> but it's basically taking that kind of pressure and introducing it into the sewer lateral or into the drain. Okay. The benefit of that, our unit runs. It's a Spartan Urban Warrior, so it's a pretty advanced system. I carry 400 feet of hose on it. I carry a 160 gallon tank. That helps feed it to get me started with it. We want to have an external uh, water source as well because our hydrojetter runs 3,000 PSI at 19 gallons a minute. And, and how much water do we actually get out of a uh, three-quarter inch water line coming uh, out of you know, I, we and, and every home is different, right? If I've got poor water, I've got it. Sometimes I have to shut the system down and let the tank fill back up. And then continue to work on it and make sure we do a good job. What, what it does is if you, you know, power wash the house now, you're going to take that same technology and put it into the pipe. 
The benefit of it is, again, I'm running at 3,000 PSI, and, and it comes with different nozzles. Not, not all nozzles are the same. The one that I use, has it'll, it, what it'll do, we talked about where the cabling sits down on the bottom of the pipe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. These, these nozzles will rise up into the pipe. So they're sitting on the top at 12 o'clock. So they get everything as they cut. Oh, wow. And these heads spin. So it has rear pushes on it that push the nozzle forward for you. And you also got a spinning effect that's cutting the roots or whatever the obstruction is as you advance forward to the sewer main. That's the real benefit of it. Now, the way I like to do it, and I always do this, is we put our camera in first. Anytime you've got an obstruction, I want to know what I'm up against. Where, what's the distance, right? What, what's the obstruction in? So I'll often take my camera, put it on the roots, and you know, 80% of the time it's roots and clay tile. Then I'll chase it with my hydrojet nozzle to where my no I can see my nozzle with my camera. So I'm mm. putting it right on the obstruction. My system runs remotely, so I'm standing by either the main stack or the clean out. I can fire my 3,000 PS up right there and go right into the roots, cut them all out, shut the water back down remotely, let it discharge, and see if I've done a good job. Awesome. That's a, and I can't really put my camera in next to my cables because I could damage my camera. Oh, okay, because yeah. that's spinning, right? Uh -huh. Your cable's always going to be spinning. That's how it performs. So that cutting head is spinning. If I put my camera in there, I could tear up a $6,000 camera head. We don't want to do that. No. Right? But with my hydrojet hose... Really, it just washes it real good. I, I don't really take a chance of damaging my camera head with my hydrojet nozzle. That's Being now, it, it sounds like it does a great job for cutting, like say, roots out. But what we were still laughing earlier, but it really is true. We get some of these like hair extensions, sure. and and uh, of course, I, it's never going to you know do but push the golf ball you know on mm -hmm. the other mm -hmm. end. Uh, but you know, but does it, what does it do with that? I mean, if it, can it just, I imagine it could just disintegrate it. I know, it, it, I know that uh, power washers can cut a brick or cut, you know, yeah, at, at high pressure water is very powerful. Um, you, you raise a good point because like I said, we still cable too. there, you know, every application depends on what we encounter. Um, if it's something like a golf ball, most likely I can just hit it with the jetter hose, the nozzle and push it forward. Mm -hmm. We can advance it to the sewer main make it MSD's problem, right? Um, if it's hair extensions and we're just washing them, then we'll pull it out and we'll probably go with a more traditional cable method because that extension is going to be sitting on the bottom of the pipe anyway, right? Mm -hmm. it, it, it got flushed or however it was introduced. So, you know, it's it's very good technology to use on under many applications. It does a better job. When I, when I hydrojet a pipe, and especially if it's roots or even if it's just buildup, right? You get buildup in these pipes over time. It will move that out of the pipe very effectively. But there's still times where we're going to cable the pipe. Just bending, you know, what I find with my camera, right? We're always going in with the camera first mm -hmm. to see what we're up, what, you know, what's creating the problem. And then we'll, we'll act accordingly. So we have, you know, two tools in our toolbox, which makes us very effective at trying to get the job and get, get it open for you. Well, now we have a lot of newer homes. All as you know, we got a lot of ABS and, and, and PVC pipe. Mm -hmm. uh, but now we still have, like you mentioned earlier, a lot of our clay tile, mm -hmm. and of course, cast iron still mm -hmm. pretty mm -hmm. prevalent in, in a lot of our older homes. 
as we know, that old rusted out cast iron. I mean, what I'm, I've got a, just a little bit of fear. I mean, help me it's out a great here with point. that. No, you know, and, and, and people raise this question. It's a great question. Um, it's like any other tool. If you're going to use it, you know, you better know how to use it. If I decide to break out a ball peen hammer and start hitting my engine as a mechanic, bad things are going to happen. Wrong tool, wrong job, right? <laughs> As we're both Ford lovers, unless you're a Ford, and maybe. <laughs> so to answer your question, um, I'll always use the camera because you can get in trouble with this hydro jetter uh -huh. if you get in your cast iron and it makes too many turns. A lot of the cast iron... Oh, I didn't think about the you'll, turns, you'll right. Get, you'll get under the, under the basement slab... If it makes more than one or two 90-degree turns, more than likely I'm not going to try to hydrojet it because that hose will advance through there, and as it makes those turns, Troy, it'll, it'll bind itself up on the corner. Not to mention it's blasting the wrong well, part. Well, and that's, that's the other thing. So, you, you know, when I'm advancing my jetter hose into cast iron, we keep the pressure down just at almost idle speed. So it's just at 1,000. And I'm just letting it walk its way through the pipe very slowly. At 1,000 PSI, it'll still walk its way mm -hmm. through. And again, I have my camera there. So I can see how we're doing. And if it be, you know, because you know how the way cast iron fails. Mm -hmm. It flakes on the inside over time. Um, eventually, it's going to collapse or fail. And we don't want to create that situation um, and, and, you know, more work for the homeowner or whatever. So we're very gentle when it comes to that. I always like to run water too, external to what I'm doing. So we'll, we'll turn something on the house or I'll throw a garden hose into the main stack. That does two things for me. That keeps my lens cleaner, okay? So I can see better what's going on. It also shows me the direction of the sewer main. You know, a lot of our pipes have secondary connections right. and where you go. If, the, if it was plumbed properly, that water will always work its way because those pipes are slightly tilted that water will always work its way out of the house. So just follow it with the camera or follow it with the cable or follow it with the hydro jetter. It should ultimately get you to the sore main if it was plumbed correctly. Uh, now, what about clay tile? Because now when I get roots, as we know, when roots actually mm -hmm. penetrate, that means that I have, well, openings mm -hmm. and weakness, weak areas. Uh, how do you how do you take care of that with this system? Because mm -hmm. that sounds like another... Yeah, the, yeah, the clay tile is actually a lot more durable than you think. Um, some I've looked at clay tile that's been in the ground for over a century. Mm -hmm. Now, to your point, the seams are not tight mechanically, and that's how the roots get in. And the reason the roots get in are really twofold. Number one, what we put in there is nitrogenous waste. If you think about what fertilizer is made out of, mm -hmm. right? nitrogen. Second, it's a constant water source for our trees. So once they're able to maneuver through an easy seam, mm -hmm. they're, you know, it's like a Chinese buffet to them. They're thrilled. They yeah. love to be there. All of our clay tile is surrounded by earth. Most of these pipes are going to be nine to 12 feet down, right? Mm -hmm. So they're supported. They're not unsupported. They're supported. I see them with hairline cracks in them too. And, you know, again, my camera's in there. I, I've washed um, with the hydro jetter pipes with hairline cracks. Crack doesn't change. You know, a lot of times uh, there's certain companies that will fail it for a crack in the, in the clay, right? I look at it kind of like MSD looks at it. Is the pipe still serviceable, right? Mm -hmm. Is Am I still discharging black and gray water out to the sewer main? If I am, I'll locate it for you. Here's where it's at. I'll let you know it's working. I'll also tell you, you know, get the camera in there annually to keep an eye on it. But quite frankly, that crack could have been there for six, older than you and I, right? Mm -hmm. I, depending on the age of the home, 
and worked perfectly for decades. Well, yeah, I don't even think they've made that clay tile in the last 29 mm -hmm. years, mm -hmm. and that's pretty much how old I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, the thing we got to really look for is Orangeburg. And you know about Orangeburg, uh -huh. right? But so, tell folks. Yeah, let me tell you about Orangeburg. So there's one other pipe structure that we always recommend replacing, and there's a lot of it, especially in southern Illinois, some in Missouri in areas, but more in southern Illinois, and it's called Orangeburg. And Orangeburg is a paper and resin kind of a, a pipe. And basically, it's just kind of like particle board. It's more durable than that, but I don't know whose idea it was to make a paper pipe that was going to be wet. 24 hours a day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd have to do some history investigation on that. But what happens over time is it loses its structural integrity. I've been in the pipes many times. And, and what they'll do is a pipe like this, Troy, will start to do this. Or if somebody's tried to clean it, it begins to delaminate. Like That's what I've wood, heard you know, about how it just falls, it, it, it falls you apart. Know, you, put a, you put a spinning cable cutter in there and you start to catch because it, it 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 will always mold itself to the bottom of the whatever's underneath it so if there's mm. stone or whatever there you'll see it it'll start to bulge uh -huh. on you you'll see it a lot so if you put a cutter in there now you're going to catch that with oh, a cutting head yeah. and destroy it hydro jetter would would do it in so folks out there if if someone like me does a sore lateral inspection and they tell you it's orangeburg even if it's discharging Try to have the seller replace it. How, how many years ago did they quit making that? Um, it was popular in the 60s and 70s, mm -hmm. you know, uh, maybe early 80s when they started to bring PVC in. Mm -hmm. Because PVC I didn't started. see any since the 70s, but, uh, 70s. But, I, but you see it all the time. I, I see it all the time, especially around southern Illinois. There are certain areas that you'll run into it in almost every other house. You guys did one of my jobs here a while back and had some of that. So, so we recommend replacing that, it. Yeah, I think it was Steve that got into it, my son Steven, and... Uh, you know, we just locate it for you, let you know where it's at, mm -hmm. let you know its depth, and then, you know, do your best to figure out a way to replace it because it's ultimately going to fail. So do you guys ever use these others, this uh, hydro jetting system for like underground, uh, my, I got gutters, you know, and they go to underground drain systems. And, and, you know, this is a, this is honestly, I always tell everybody come springtime and I'll start blasting everybody out there on this and just take that garden hose, stick it in that mm -hmm. downspout, you know, let it fill up, let it, because you don't want to wait until springtime and then you get all these floods mm -hmm. happening. So, <laughs> But how do you clean underground drain? I mean, that's what I'm wondering. Is yep. this how well is it this system actually work? will work for that? It's a great point. Um, do the same process. Put my camera into it. And what it, what we see predominantly what it is is those tiny little roof pebbles that come off the shingles. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. So that works its way down the downspout, finds a 90 degree. It's always a 90. Yeah. And it'll come in there and it'll start to accumulate right there at the base. And over time, you'll get it to do this in that pipe. So with the hydrojetter, then you put that in there. We use a different cut. We use a different head on it. You know, one that has three um, that will push three three uh, jets going forward. So they come different. They are, you can look if you're curious. You can look on hydrojetter heads, and there's there's two hundred of them. They come in. You get ones that'll spin and cut wood. <laughs> there wow. they can be pretty effective. To your earlier point, water is a very powerful yeah, yeah. force under pressure. So they have used a variety. to mine with that. Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely, they still in the day you can cut steel with it. You know, mm -hmm. not that we have that system in our band, but this one will allow you to clean all that little roof stuff out. And just you, you got to put it in a suspension. And when I say that, I like to have a garden hose in there at the same time. 
because now I'm moving it away and, and let it go as far as it was originally constructed, right? So some of our downspouts, our buried downspouts will run 50, 75, 100 foot. So let's get water in there. So as I use a jetter to churn that up and move those little pieces in a suspension, then the pool of water, the stream of water will move that out and get it down the pipe and away from that 90 degree where it has accumulated. So now, of course, a lot of our pipe is, of course, our black pipe that we use, mm -hmm. uh, at least here in Missouri. I know that some of the others use a, you know, Schedule 30 and whatnot. Sure. But, but how does that work with our corrugated black mm -hmm. drain pipe? Same as, same as you know, as I would treat with cast iron. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's again, with that tool analogy, right? I'm not going to beat on, on valve covers with a ball-peen hammer. So if I'm in that kind of pipe and I know it because I'll know it with my camera, we're just going to dial back the pressure. You know, even at 1,000 PSI is enough to move that stuff and not damage the corrugated plastic, which is the objective. You just don't right. want to break anything. Same with cast iron. At least there, it's not as bad as underneath the house. No, no, you don't want to do that for sure. So Now, we have that system up underneath. I'm thinking of cost-wise, how much is a person thinks about investing in how, cleaning them. Do you charge per... Every downspout, how, um, how does something like that, yeah, I, how do you bill out for something you know, like that? I generally will hit them all. So usually there's four, three or four mm -hmm. on average. You know, I'm around 350 for the whole thing. And, I, and I'll get the camera in there if you want. I can even take some video for you and show you that it's clean. You know, I like, I rely on my camera a lot. I think there's value in that. There's a lot of show and tell. A lot of times, Troy, what I'll do and, and is when I'm in the pipe, I'll leave my jetter hose in the pipe. Close, not maybe at the sewer main, but close. And then I'll camera record out of that and show you my jetter hose laying in the pipe, showing you that, hey, we actually hydro jetted it. I think that's a fabulous idea because you know how often I hear about people, you know, they say they do it. Oh, I'm not going to say the one, but they he's been around forever and they have advertisements. And they, I have literally followed them, folks, because we do, you know, mm -hmm. commercial and construction inspections. And they didn't do anything. Yeah. People are saying it's clogged up a week later. It's physically impossible. Well, it's because they never did anything. They just said they did it, and they get all this fancy stuff out, done in 10 minutes, and uh, they take your money, and they're gone. <laughs> I did. Oh, I even reported them to Better Business Bureau. And the problem is Better Business Bureau, if they didn't do anything about you know, protecting the consumer in this yeah, case. It's sad. Some of that stuff is sad. So there's, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, well, and there's so many ways – if you're a poor contractor, there's so many ways to hide it these days. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you can have any of your reviews manipulated on Google and Yelp and all that kind of business. We all get poor reviews from time to time, but we try our best. To, it's always the good ones you never hear from. It's always the poor one. You know, the squeaky oh, wheel gets the grades. I right, had so. one. I'm talking about reviews. I know this kind of a little bit off the <laughs> subject. I had a review and the guy was one that I was I didn't even work for him. I was inspecting his unit, his building. He didn't like what I had to say, so he wrote me up for a bad review. <laughs> well, I didn't even do anything for him. But so I had, luckily, you know, I showed uh, my, my buyer and I said, look what he said. So they wrote me a fabulous one. said, sour grapes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that happens. We love them. <laughs> but yeah, to your point, you know, we try to show you that we'll I tell you we're going to hydrojet it. You're going to see, you know, yeah, here, you can see my hydrojet hose and nozzle laying in your pipe. Um, and then, we, you know, we'll narrate out for you. And then I, one of the things we always do is I'm going to kind of show you the area I'm in. You're, there's never going to be a mystery. When you get one of my reports, you're going to know that there was a pipe that I told you I worked on. 
Now, we're going to move over to commercial for a little bit. Okay. And we do a lot of uh, restaurant inspections of somebody going to buy one or sure. something. And, of course, we all that grease. Of course. You know, going down. How, you know, we all know water and grease it doesn't work, but right. how does that work for when you power wash this grease? Yeah, you can hydrogen it pretty effectively, actually. So, again, they sell the different nozzles, right, that uh -huh. you're going to want to use. It, it will vary on the size of the pipe. And, and clearly there's companies that exclusively work with restaurants and do the grease, you know, and, and mess. I, we've been in some, and they're, they're very good companies, you uh -huh. know. I mean, at the end of the day, you gotta you got to get the trap clean. you got to start with that. And there's a... To your point, grease, you know, oil and water don't mix very well. But grease is one of those things, and we see it in commercial and residential. Please try not to put any liquid grease down any of these pipes if you can help it. You know, what happens with that, guys, is it goes out there, liquid, immediately coagulates, and sticks to anything it finds. And we've seen that. We've seen eggshells. Don't put eggshells down your sink, guys. Mm -hmm. we, they will clog your pipe. It, Here's the bottom line with a lot of this stuff, folks. In today's world, okay, low flow is the king. So you've got a low flow kitchen sink. You've mm -hmm. got a low flow toilet. You've got low flow shower heads. Everything you're doing is low flow. So anything you put in that pipe, unlike when, you know, in the early 20s when Troy and I were children. <laughs> yeah. Right? When, you flo when we flushed our mother's toilet. It was a five-gallon tank. Oh, man, you better hang on <laughs> because they're going to suck you down. <laughs> they call feed the pot. That's man. right. Pretty much made it to the sore main. In today's world, mm -hmm. that's not the case at all. So when you flush something, let's use eggshells, for instance, or let's use flushable wipes. Very popular. Yeah. Especially right? now, now. With, uh, with everybody with uh, handy wipes and stuff. Oh, my gosh. COVID. It's going to make it down the main stack, turn that 90-degree turn, and head out about 10 feet, right? Because that's all the water volume you have. You're going to do the same thing about the same time tomorrow. And now you start to build these things up. And pretty soon you have an obstruction coming through your floor drain. So same thing in commercial, though. We see the same thing mm -hmm. in commercial. You know, grease, it's great for grease, though. It will jet it. You know, it's got power to it, right? And it's got not only pressure, but volume. Do you add any chemicals to it in there? Does there, or does anybody add a cleaning, like a cleansing, or some kind of a chemical that, that would help deteriorate? You know, that's a good question. There, there might be some out there. We, we don't really do it. I think it's good not to have. You know, to. we don't have to. Um, again, we're just. I'm going to rely on my camera. So mm -hmm. if there's a heavy spot and there's a lot of buildup in it, I'm just going to back the camera up off that buildup about six inches. Let my jetter hose advance that for six inches to the obstruction and fire it up. And so we did. We talked about grease. Mm -hmm. Now it just popped in my head. We we don't. I'm tomorrow. I'm doing an inspection on a, a, a some. It's a car a mechanic shop. They're getting mm -hmm. ready to sell. And uh, and uh, so we was talking. And I'll be talking to him tomorrow about maybe running uh, something about down the drain because of course the floor drain oil. Mm -hmm. They got oil all over the floor. All that oil goes down there. Grease, oil, gut, you know, Ugh. filth, you know. Uh, when we use a cable, cutter, it, cable it, uh, it just it mishes it, it around. It doesn't yeah, really it don't really do it anything through, for it. Yeah. What, about this, what about this hydro yeah, job? It absolutely would do that. And I've worked with some of our local car dealers that get a floor drain, you know, that it was this one in particular was close to where they were do, working hydraulics. And, all, you know, and it, you think in your mind, well, I'll just run that down the floor drain. If, if you don't run enough water behind it to get it to transfer to its next 
location, it's going to settle in that pipe. It could be a problem. So absolutely, you can get into the floor drains. And a lot, fortunately, a lot of the floor drains in our in our uh, automotive shops, you know, they they knew this was going to happen. So they're large, right? Mm-hmm. You'll get a four incher, sometimes a six incher. You can hydrojet those all day long and not damage the pipe and really clean them out pretty good. That's a yeah. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna tell that tomorrow when I talk yeah, to them yeah. because that's a that's very important. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so and of course they get a lot of them salts and stuff off the roads coming sure. in there too. But I don't know that that's as much of a problem. No, as, it can be though uh, if it mixes in with that grease and all. You know, you get that solution of whatever uh, goes down that floor drain. You know, solids in grease don't even if they're salt don't have an opportunity to dissolve. Mm-hmm. Because water is, you know, now you've got this coating of grease. Well, we both know what water is going to do around grease. It's just going to, you know, not penetrate it. So, yeah, they have to be kind of careful about stuff. But, you know, especially in the big shops, they get busy. And they're just yeah. trying to make their bay look good, sure. right? they got to oh. get on to the next customer. Yeah. So be mindful of that. But, yeah, the hydrojetter serves very well in applications where things are thick. And they're not moving. Now, one of the things I will tell you is we always try to get a path open before we introduce the hydrojetter in there. Because, again, it puts out 19 gallons a minute. So I don't want to back, you know, I'm always mindful of, oh, gosh. It wouldn't take long back. It wouldn't take long for me to have this come back on your house. So, you know, I will get the camera in there. How far do we got? How, you know, if it's a solid, um, you know, if it's a full six-inch pipe full of sewage water and everything like that. And I advance the camera 100 feet, and that's where the obstruction is, but we're completely full. I'll probably cable it to get it open first. And then we'll go back in with the camera and the hydrojetter to do a better job and get it clean. Now, do you charge for two different cuttings? No, nope, same nope, cutting. I keep, I, you know, I try to be reasonable with it. There's a lot of companies that do what I do. In my opinion, they overcharge for the hydrojetting. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You know, and, and, my, and my position on that is... It's a tool that makes me more efficient and does a better job. Mm-hmm. Now, because it cuts down my time on the job site, I don't feel like I should add a bunch of dollars on the back end of that, mm-hmm. right? It allows me, you know, when I when all we did was cable, if I cabled three pipes a day, I was pretty tired, worn out, and that's pretty much all I could do. The jetter, I've done six pipes in a day. Really? Yeah. So wow. it's, it makes me more efficient. It may, it's faster, and it does a better job. You know, I'm not going to beat anybody up financially over that because I, I want your pipe to be open. At the end of the day, I want mm-hmm. the big in our in our industry. The the thing we don't want is the callback. I don't, you know, I want I don't want you calling me back on Chris. Oh my gosh, it, it backed up again. Oh, right? and they always call. They never call except on the weekends and holidays. <laughs> well, now naturally, that makes only sense, it right? Does make because sense. I mean, that's when we're most using most it. Most using it. Uh, which yeah. I wanted to lead this back into our last show that we you and I did. Now you got to go check this out. What Chris had done this last his last radio show because it's holidays right now when we're while we're recording this, and he told us all kinds of the wild things you don't put down to garbage disposals <laughs> and and what he finds. You got and honestly, we all love him, but we don't want to have to bring him out to the house. You know? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you know, you absolutely don't. I'll come help you if you need me. But at the end of the day, and you raise a great point. Uh, you know, uh, a family of four in a house, there's there's a finite amount of volume they're using, even with laundry and mm-hmm. everything they do. Well, now we have grandma and grandpa over. You know, we have Aunt Tilly and Uncle George, and they bring, you know, their kids over. And pretty soon now I've got 16 people in the house using this system that really has been doing well with four. Mm-hmm. 
and it goes south pretty fast. And that's when you find out, oh, no, I have something going on. Because you wouldn't know with your family of four. You might not know, you know. Mm-hmm. These pipes will hold a lot. Now, do you have any kind of um, uh, programs that you say we have some of our homes that are, have these trees? Uh, just use an example, uh, trees, but in whatever. And, and, of course, we know what once a year them trees grow into it. Do you have any kind of uh, uh, proactive systems that you people can hire you for? Come look before it backs up. Come cable it out because we know it happens every year. Right. Uh, come cable it out. Do you, have, do you have a system like a lawn cutting company? They know that every two weeks they come out, well, you maybe once a year. Do you do that? We absolutely do that. And we just did a big commercial job um, over off of Curves Mill earlier in the week. And, and what I do for that, folks, is there's some companies that will just cut automatically. Eh, I'm just going to put the cutting head in there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put the jetter in there. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. The way I want to do it is I put the camera in. I'll just come camera inspecting. That's that's my annual maintenance for you. So what I'm looking for is anything that could be problematic, and I'll let you know, and you'll get a report and video. Here we are, you know, 1214. This is on this date. This is when it was done. This was the condition of your pipe. And I'll tell you, you've got some roots, but they're not an obstruction yet. Let's keep an eye on it, mm-hmm. right? Or it's time to clean it. So the way I look at that is my, you know, my annual maintenance is just done with my camera. So let's do an inspection. I don't want to charge you for something you don't need, but knowing and seeing is valuable. And some of them old pipes, they don't need to get beat up every year. No, if they don't, If they, they don't, don't need, need a cleaning, don't don't, do don't tear them up. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that is abusive yeah. to them. Very, yeah. And that's what tough. we did for this commercial job. We just, we put the camera in. They had seven roof vents. It was all commercial strip. We did all that. He asked for some additional things. So we added that into there as well. And I sent him a report with 10 videos. That's awesome. You know, and he could look at every one of them. Well, Chris, thank you very much for joining us today. Pleasure, my friend. So tell them how to find you. Okay, okay, you could absolutely find me. The easiest way is just to call me. Um, if I don't immediately call, please leave me. If I don't immediately answer, please leave me a message. Sometimes I got my gloves on. I can't get my phone fast enough. My direct cell phone number is 314-703-3000. And I'll get back to you within a short period of time, answer any questions. I'm big on texting. I'll text you. If you want to text me, feel free to text me to that number as well. And I'm happy to get you on the schedule or answer any questions you might have. I don't charge to answer questions. If you're just curious about something or, you know, I had one yesterday. Company wanted to charge this nice lady $10,000 to dig up her kitchen stack pipe. So I got my camera into the main stack. I watched her kitchen stack discharge without issue. Oh. Okay, so it's working. Because I, I asked her, I said, okay, did they make a video for you? Do you have some proof of what they're telling right, you? Right, right. Just kind of like we was talking about earlier today. Nothing. So what I end up discovering was that her yard trap, okay, her basin is full of debris and buildup and a couple wipes. Oh. The jetter is great. That one picture I sent uh-huh. you with the stream coming out? Uh-huh. Does, this jetter does a very nice job of cleaning out your yard traps. And getting all the stuff out of it. Mm, that's okay. good to know. It does. Well, wow. you know, you can. I dangle it down in there, mm-hmm. and I use that pressure to get that water. And we've pulled plastic bottles out. I pulled those big Legos. I had. <laughs> and again, children don't. You know, it's important, folks, to keep your stuff covered in the yard. I can't emphasize that mm-hmm. enough. Please, please, please. If the cap is broken or missing, there are only six or eight. $10 at the local hardware store. Little children think these holes are magical and they will drop all kinds of stuff in there and they will back your pipe up. So please cover your stuff when it's in the yard. Also too, folks, 
the small animals get down inside fall True. there too. And we have literally, and I'm sure and you've heard of it too, where your pet little yeah. Yeah, you fell down inside of yep. there and you know what that to happen and uh you know i mean six inches you know that's a that's pretty good size you know for a little york yeah, they, well, they can get in there they absolutely can if they're curious and you know i've got some good pictures of rats in there so oh, ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> they get in there too they yeah. get in there too but yeah i thought they were supposed to be in washington dc <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think there's are. a few, brother. I think yeah, there's a few is. up there. Well, thank you for joining us, Chris. I greatly appreciate it. Folks, check uh, check us out. We're going to have all his information right along this right, with the video here. And, hey, if you ever need any kind of inspections or any kind of construction consulting or anything, give us a call. Galloway Building Services. Our motto is, is that we make sure the job is done right. You're getting what you paid for, and you're not getting ripped off. So, We've saved people millions of dollars last year on some pretty scary things. Chris sounds like he definitely could help you. So to help you, so you, if you got a question, and you you're in doubt whether or not you know whether this kitchen thing was a working right or before you spend the money, just give somebody a, a second opinion. Second yeah, and, and what's great about Chris is he's not there to sell you a brand new plumbing job. He's there to tell you whether you need one or not. So you don't have a dog in this fight. Yep. So you know you're getting a square shake on it. So Yeah, I like that model. You know, I'm, I'm not there. I can't grow the job on you. I can inspect and I can clean. If it needs more than that, I can refer somebody I trust. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thanks, folks. Troy Galloway, Galloway Building Services. Give us a call. You can find us out there on YouTube, Rumble, Instagram. We're all over the place on all the social media sites. And check out our website, www.com. GallowayBuildingServices.com and we'd love to answer any questions that you have and we thank you very much. Have a great holiday. Sponsored by Troy Galloway and Galloway Building Services. GallowayBuildingServices.com Galloway